Think back to the last time you had to navigate a city. Maybe it was a bustling metropolis you've never been to before, or even a town you've known your entire life. No matter the case, I now want you to imagine navigating that place with your eyes closed. It's a task that sounds next to impossible, right? I mean, imagine walking around, not being able to see, knowing when to turn or to step up or step down. Well, for over 340 million people worldwide, who are either blind or critically visually impaired, they are tasked every day with that very challenge. Unfortunately, even with such a large portion of our population left to navigate without sight, current wayfinding methods in modern cities are both costly and ineffective for those who can and cannot see. In fact, one US hospital estimated that staff spent over 4,500 hours every year giving directions to those who needed it. We are in a desperate need of a solution to empower our impaired citizens with the liberty of accessibility. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I will be talking with Anna Wright, CEO of Bindi Maps, a mobile application helping those with vision impairment, wheelchairs, sensory sensitivity, and all of us to more confidently and safely navigate a space, both indoors and out. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. And as always, I want to welcome our listeners, our viewers, for joining us yet again. I'm really excited to introduce you today to Anna Wright. She is the CEO of Bindi Maps. Now, this is a company that has developed a mobile application that empowers users of varying abilities to navigate any space with ease. Anna, um, as we start with all of our guests, I want to know how this, what motivated you to develop Bindi Maps? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, well, a very long time ago, I was uh, diagnosed with a, an extremely rare retinal disease. And at the time, the doctors were quite surprised that I hadn't gone blind already. So the diagnosis was that I would go blind. Uh, and then that sort of sent you down a really wonderful rabbit hole of, of all sorts of things, mm -hmm. including, so at the time I was working in finance and I knew that with screen reader technologies and that sort of thing, that I would be able to do my job. Uh, but also at the time, I mean, this was way before COVID and working from home, my big issue was going to be how was I going to use public transport and actually physically get to work? And when I was lecturing at university, how was I going to find a lecture theatre when I didn't know uh, where that particular theatre was? And it, it just, you know, it's aggravated me. <laughs> I could use Google Maps outdoors, but what happens when I go indoors? That There was no solution um, out there. And so that started the journey to come up with a mobile phone application that's fully accessible that will help anyone and everyone navigate unfamiliar buildings and precincts. Well, I mean, that's a powerful story. Thank you for sharing it. But I mean, this is this is a challenge, as I know you're aware, for, for many people, you know, something like 
20% of the population, right, have some sort of a disability. Uh, it, tell, give it, paint a little bit of a picture for somebody who, who is impaired in some way uh, and is trying to, to navigate. What, what is that experience like? I mean, let's face it, the, all of us that don't have the challenge with that take it for granted every single day. Right, we just yes, <laughs> yes. But I will say that uh, regardless of ability or disability, we still all get lost. But you're oh, right. Sure. For people without a disability, something like bindi maps is a convenience that you you don't have to go and ask a concierge or find the information desk or try and remember those instructions on the kiosks. Uh, but bindi is actually short for be independent because that's what somebody with a disability really misses out on. So if you wanted to go shopping and you have a vision impairment, uh, it's it's tricky to do that on your own. So you lose that independence. You've always got somebody with you or you're needing to find help from somebody. Same if you're in a wheelchair uh, or same if you've got any sort of type of, of disability. And it's that independence piece that we want to give back to people through Bindi Maps. And that independence, I mean, that has tremendous impacts on somebody's, I mean, with or without a disability, you know, if you if you don't feel as independent as you would like, it's a, it's a stressful situation to find yourself in. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you might lose independence simply because you've you've twisted your ankle running. And uh, you don't know, you can't do stairs anymore, but you've got a meeting <laughs> somewhere and uh, suddenly you're, you're not independent. You've got to go and find somebody to help you find that lift or however else you're going to get around. But yeah, independence is a big deal to humankind. And, and you know, coming back to taking it for granted, you bring up a, a great point. I mean, any one of us could be injured and suddenly have a need for you know, more accessible options that we probably walked by a million times and had no registering of that, the fact that it was there or where exactly it was. Um, you know, in that sense, I mean, certainly Bindi Maps is something that anybody can use. As you said, we all get lost and I probably way too frequently. Um, but this is, this is something, um, it's really a, a generation beyond, I think, what most of us probably already use. Uh, I won't use specific names, but we all have a smartphone and we all enter addresses into whatever app of our choice uh, we do. I think I already said a name. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but uh, the point is, sure, it will get us there, but there's already limitations to that. Again, many of which we take for granted, but whether or not there's an accessible route or what happens when you get to the destination and you're no longer on a street, but you're now inside? What other limitations are there in the current system that people have to operate? Well, you're right with that, Mike. One of the biggest challenges that we had from a tech build point of view was how to replicate something like GPS indoors. So even underground, we can still navigate you because we've come up with the solution that still uses the same sort of maths, which is the trilateration. Um, but it means that we know where your device is in space, which means that we can help you find where you want to go to. Most solutions, like if you're at a kiosk, 
the kiosk knows where it is so it can draw a line uh, but they're not mobile friendly they're not uh, it's not the blue dot experience uh, that we can provide so let's let's talk about more specifically about Bindi Maps and and what it is. So first of all, it's an application, right? We all understand that aspect to it. Um, but why would somebody use Bindi Maps when they might have another application already on their phone? Well, it's, it's always the, the challenge, isn't it, to find space for people on people's phones. And um, Bindi Maps you'd use if you were about to visit an unfamiliar internal space. So if you had an appointment at a hospital or an appointment at a university, you don't know where you're going to be going. Um, and you want a simple convenient without having to rely on somebody else experience that is seamless. So um, so as a user journey, you can park your car in the car park. You can leave a Bindi link on your car, which is my favorite feature um, because I'm always mm. losing my car in car parks. Get directed straight to your appointment. Um, do your thing. And then you can go straight back to your car. Um, there's no other application out there that does that, especially with the accessibility options that we've got. Mm -hmm. So you've got, you can select if you want to use it in voiceover or voice assist if you're blind, you can select if you want to use wheelchair accessible routing if you would prefer that. And we're currently working on uh, some research with sensory sensitivities. So we can uh, see what we can do to cater uh, for people that would prefer to avoid certain areas because of sensory overload. So, so walk us through this, you know, you, we've now pulled up Bindi Maps, we've put in our destination, um, although how would you actually put in a destination when, when your destination is no longer a street address, but a room in a building, let's say? If you know the name of the room, you just put the name of the room in. And if for the for the sites we've we also have lists in, in categories. So let's say let's say you're going shopping and being a very smart person, smart man, you're buying jewelry, um, and you want to know where all of the different jewelry shops are. So you can just put, look at the category jewelry, and we will list all of the jewelry shops from the closest to the furthest away for you. So you get a good overview of what's available in the space, as well as being able to find specific destinations. Um, a lot of our office buildings use the Bindi links as part of calendar invites. So you can, yes, you can do your location in a calendar invite, but you can also do the room. Uh, and we're finding that a lot of, of office building workers are now sort of outsourcing all their knowledge of where that meeting room is to the app. Um, and they just use that to find their meeting rooms. I I have to say the number of times I've been lost on a college campus somewhere. Uh, I mean, they have to be the hardest things to navigate because, of course, everybody every student knows the name of every building. Um, but if you're visiting that campus, well, there's a good point. Um, they should, or at least the buildings that they're frequenting. Um, but any visitor, I mean, it is a hopeless thing to try and figure out where your destination is for a meeting on a college campus. Yes, and it can be really frustrating. And then you're running late. And then uh, 
I mean, if you take it from a college campus into a hospital situation, there's actually data out of Europe on how much money is lost by hospitals because doctors run late or patients run late and people have to reschedule their appointments. So there is also a monetary value to building owners um, for lost revenues around poor wayfinding. That's incredible. Do you have a sense of just how much this might cost a, a business or a hospital? Or Well, the data for hospitals is about €120,000 per doctor per year. Oof. So it's massive. That's a full-time staff person. Exactly. And now, I mean, I don't know the situation where you are, but here in Australia, our, our nursing and hospital staff are under huge pressure because of lack of staff when, when people are sick with COVID. So even if we're talking minutes, like if we can save the nursing unit manager, you know, an hour out of his or her day from giving people directions, it's an hour that that person can spend on patient care. So it's not just the money, it's also that time uh, for, for people. And with, with the hospitals, as an example, we, we have APIs into lifts as well. So Kone Lifts is a great friend of ours. And it means that uh, for something like the crash team can have priority on the lifts. So if they're going to an incident where they need to be at as quickly as possible, they get the fastest route via Bindi Maps. And they also have the lift waiting for them as a priority. So again, you know, we might be talking about saving seconds, but those seconds are very important mm-hmm. seconds um, compared to jewelry shopping. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure my life, my wife would have loved that example. Um, <laughs> Many do. <laughs> so, I mean, clearly, this is is. I started by talking about you know folks with, with disabilities, where this can be a huge game changer, right, for being able to navigate. But it's obviously not just limited to that. And perhaps uh, on the monetary side, you know, not just the, the independent side, but on the monetary side, it's, it's a real business decision to, to be able to empower people to more easily find you or access your company or your meeting room or your retail shop, whatever it might be. Absolutely. And, and Mike, at the same time, we collect, it's highly anonymized, but we do have heat maps. We do have path maps. So we can see which paths are really busy. So perhaps if, if you know, so for all the building information people, they just love the data that we can produce to show them what's being used, right, right down to, you know, why, why is only one computer in emergency being used? Why aren't all of the computers being used? Well, turns out all the rest were broken and nobody had any time to call IT. So they're all just there on that one computer. So there are other things that knowing how people, I mean, we talk about smart cities. Smart cities is all about data to make lives better for everyone. So this is something that produces that data and makes the lives better. So, yeah, we're we're really excited about the future with Bindi Maps. Well, on that point, let me ask you a question I ask every guest. Looking 10, 20, 50 years into the future, Everybody has Bindi Maps on their, well, whatever device they're, they're using at that time. Um, but what does it mean to, to have this kind of 
navigation capabilities at your fingertips for the person, for community, for society at large? Well, the thing that I'm really excited about, Mike, is to get more people with disability included in our societies, to be there to be able to learn, to create, to contribute. And where I see that as being such a net positive, and I'm just going to use one example. I have a friend who's completely blind. He works for NASA identifying new planets via sound waves. I just, I, that blows my mind. But then yeah. I think, like, what other problems are out there that we approach as able-bodied, sighted people that there are other solutions that we haven't even thought of? And by bringing that true diversity and inclusion into our world, it's just going to be, like, it's going to be an amazing place. And I can't wait. Um, yeah. 50 years let's let's make it 10 years that we have that Even and better. we have have bindi maps everywhere um and we're just all creating and and consuming and uh, just getting this world and some of our really major problems solved well i i want to thank you for the work you're doing because Clearly, this has a tremendous impact on on the lives, uh, or it can be the lives of millions, if not billions. Uh, so, I mean, it really does make a difference in the day-to-day -day activities. I mean, the little things like being able to find that doctor's office, you know, not getting lost on a college campus, or the big things like having your independence and being able to navigate on your own. I, I just can't thank you enough for your dedication and commitment to solving this challenge. But I also want to thank you for taking the time to join us on this episode of Preview of Tomorrow and sharing with us the incredible work you're doing. Well, thank you very much for having me. I love coming and talking to people about Bindi Maps. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, Mike. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guest today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.